Hey guys, welcome to Living in South Florida Does Not Suck. This is Andrew Burr from the Andrew Burr Group at Coldwell Banker. We can't wait to get started. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Living in South Florida Does Not Suck. Today I have a guest, Troy Minders. Mindertsma. Mindertsma. I told you I was going to mess it up anyways. <laughs> uh, from Sunbelt Sun Title, I am obviously Andrew Burley, or the Andrew Burr Group at Coldwell Banker. But let's uh, start this out by asking Troy, who lives east of where I live here in Palm Beach County, right on the intercoastal, why living in South Florida does not suck. What's your number one reason? Well, we live in paradise, Andrew. I mean, they're as simple as that, you know. Depends on pick your poison. If you like to fish, you like to surf, you like to dive, you like to snorkel, you like to golf, you like to ride horses. I mean, windsurf, kite surf. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. So, I agree. I mean, 100%. not to mention we also always have the beach. So, yeah, it's not terrible. Like I said, it's you know it doesn't suck, right? Correct. So, uh, what I like to tell people a lot of times is that uh, you know South Florida, and, and look, there's Florida. Florida is not all South Florida. Realistically, you have what I call South Georgia, then you have kind of Central Florida, then you have South Florida. South Florida is pretty much below the subtropical line and it's a different world, but down here in South Florida, particularly on the East Coast, Palm Beach County, Tri-County area, you can go out and go deep sea fishing in the morning. You can come check out a polo match in the afternoon and then go enjoy world-class dining in the evening every single day. So it has a little bit of everything that you might want to offer. All right, so Getting into sort of the nuts and bolts of the reason that we do this podcast, I'm a realtor. He's a title guy. So let me ask you this question, Troy. Sure. If I'm selling my house, why do I care about title? What does title do for me? Well, Florida, in turn right now, is one of those finicky states. In Palm Beach County specifically, if you're selling your house, the seller controls uh, title. So mm -hmm. they pick and choose the title company. The number one question I get with regards to title is why Sunbelt? Well, first and foremost, you get experience. You get myself. We have a team of professionals. We have 45 offices statewide. So we have almost a location anywhere and everywhere where you want to be. Because as you know, realtors don't just uh, concentrate on one city one county you know they do real estate all over the place and it's nice to have an office wherever you're going to be doing your business so what is the actual function of title though for a seller what are you what are you providing them what is the service that you're providing them? so we actually facilitate the real estate closings by that i mean we do the title search the lien search the permit search uh we you know we clear the title <clears throat> excuse me and um you know we make sure that the estoppel is taken care of and it stopples basically a lien search for homeowners associations because you know we have uh, homeowners associations and condo associations all over the place you know we prepare all the closing documents and you know when it's time to close you know facilitate the transactions with the finances mm -hmm. and make sure everybody's signed sealed and delivered okay and so title insurance specifically is and you know and then we'll move on to some other stuff but title insurance specifically is one of the main things that you provide right and, Correct. And there's a couple different kinds, but the main, you, know, you have lenders, title insurance and stuff like that. But sure. the main the main title insurance that you provide, can you explain to everybody what that is? Because I have sure. realtors that always are going, what is this? It says optional at the closing. I'm like, well. Well, it's the owner's title policy, Andrew, is a coverage that provides the uh, new homeowner with a one-time fee that provides them anything that's happened prior to that person's ownership any defects on title that protects them moving forward for as long as they own the property. 
So it's a one-time fee. It's promulgated by the state of Florida, and it doesn't change whether it's Sunbelt Title or any other title company. So the the cost is the same for everybody. So, you know, one thing about Sunbelt does is that a lot of other title companies don't do is we underwrite our own policies by board-certified Florida state attorneys. Okay. So uh, a lot of other companies sub them out to third parties, uh, such as, you know, Old Republic, Fidelity, First American, things like that. We underwrite our own policies in-house. So if there's ever an issue, you can always come back to us directly, and you don't and have, you to, don't have to search yeah, for another third-party entity to get the answers that you might need about that title policy. Yeah, that's 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 great because that does happen a lot. Uh, well, not a lot. I do a lot of transactions, so to me a lot is, you know, for most of you, you won't ever have an issue. But when you do, if you do, you really want the title insurance, and you want to be able to have the ease of, finding out the answers. But uh, let's go back to a little bit about why South Florida doesn't suck, because that is my favorite topic. And, uh, you know, Troy and I were talking earlier. I, I do. I'm fortunate. I'm very fortunate. Um, I run a team up here in the Tri-County area, Palm Beach County. Uh, well, it's really four counties, but Martin County is a little sliver. So it's really, you know, uh, St. Lucie County, Palm Beach County, and uh, Broward County. But I'm also very fortunate that I uh, have a home down in uh, the Keys and Key Largo, and I do work in the Upper Keys. And you know, I, I literally have the best of both worlds in South Florida. Um, the Keys lifestyle is a little more laid back, obviously, um, than it is here in Palm Beach County. Although, um, judging by the way that I dress, I'm not exactly a uh, you know a corporate dresser or anything like that. That's just not the way that I live. But it's a great thing to have, right? So my ultimate, my favorite thing about living in South Florida is actually combined with business. So I had the opportunity uh, earlier this year, or actually now it's not this year anymore, it was mid last year, uh, 2022, uh, to sell a property on my boat. And what I mean by that is I pulled my boat up, picked customers up, drove, and this, is in, this was in Key Largo, um, cruised through, showed them three different houses on three different canals, but we did it all via my little boat. Um, and they bought a house from me and I thought, I don't know if it gets any better than that. I think it's awesome. Right. Um, especially if you're selling waterfront property you want to know what the water view is going to look like. Especially if you're selling water and that's it. And you know, honestly down there, a lot of people, you know, they motivate by boat. They don't get in a car a lot of times. If you don't have a boat, go to the local restaurant, hop in a boat, do some fishing, hop in a boat, do some floating. It's great. Um, and, you know, so th- those of you that uh, don't know Troy, which is probably, on, honestly, all of you, um, he's an avid fisherman, and he was just telling me this morning. So when you get up in the morning before you uh, come to work, apparently you go fishing a lot. Well, I live about 30 seconds from the intercoastal, so I just get up, take my coffee with my fishing pole, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to get a little snook this morning, just uh, jumped off right before I could land him, so... You know, you never know what you're going to get, but you know, one thing you have to do is you have to have a line in the water. That's it. In order to find out what you're going to catch like, that and day. They, and they call it fishing, not catching. Correct. Um, or everybody be doing it. That's it. Yeah. So, and so a lot of the people that uh, follow my podcast and, you know, I do, you know, a ton of stuff on social media and some of it's just stupid. I, you know, I put the phone on my boat sometimes and we're out floating in the water and just push the button and let people watch us float in the water for an hour. I don't know. Um, it's kind of pointless, but fun. Um, but, uh, but Troy, I get, so it's, it's weird, right? Cause I live in horse country. I live in the Western, uh, Palm beach County. Uh, and that's, you know, we call it horse country out here because it is, we have the, you know, the biggest horse scene pretty much in North America that I know of. I mean, there's some other places 
um, and particularly in California, some spots. But um, yeah, this is where Bill Gates lives because his daughter rides. This is where Bruce Springsteen lives, and Jessica, Jessica Springsteen lives here, and she's one of our top actually Olympic uh, uh, riders. Um, so I look at his posts on Facebook or Instagram and stuff like that. And I get envious because he's out there on the water and I'm out here in horse country. So, you know, thank you for that, sir. Sure. Um, Try so to get he, out and fish and serve your soul. Serve. Serve, and, exactly. And tr- truly lives the life, so. Still waiting on that invite down to Key Largo to go out in the boat. But, well, you know, it'll get there soon enough. Well, when you have a house in the Keys, everybody wants to come visit. And <laughs> some people are higher than others on that list. But it'll, it'll happen eventually. And look, man, once I get the office open down there, we'll have to get a little branch office for Sunbelt down there. Um, but, but so back to the, the business at hand, though, because this is, you know, listen, guys, we're here to educate you uh, about why living in South Florida doesn't suck, but also hopefully to educate you a little bit about uh, real estate, the title process, why you should use somebody that you trust, why you shouldn't use the first person you talk to necessarily, unless it's, of course, me or Troy. Um, listen, this business, it's like any other one. You need to shop. You need to shop for your services because particularly, and I don't want to, you know, belabor this point, but particularly in the real estate field down here, it's not really hard for somebody to get their real estate license. There's a lot of people that get them. Um, they work for a broker that doesn't even live in the state that gives them no support, um, and really no, you know, education. And I hate to say it, but I get tired of fielding calls from people that have used those people that or either calling me a jerk or asking me how I can help them because they're using somebody that really doesn't know what they're doing or have any, uh, you know, ability to really do the job well. So particularly with your realtor, make sure you shop it. I'm not saying you should use the Andrew Burr group myself or any of my team members, although it's a great idea, but make sure you shop it because it really is for most people, the largest transaction that they're going to make in their life used to be one time that, you know, it would be like, oh, you buy a house once and that's it. But honestly, most people go through the, the, or the majority of people go through the purchasing and sale process a couple of times in their life, but it's still, it's a huge transaction. Um, and it blows my mind how many people use, you know, Aunt Sally's hairdresser because Aunt Sally says, just use my hairdresser. And then they just go, okay, great. Uh, blows my mind. Same thing with the uh, title professional. They don't do any research. There's companies out there that, honestly, it's like one gal and she does it out of her house. And I just don't think that that's the type of um, service that you really want with your very large transaction. Um, whether you're buying or selling. And, you know, Troy mentioned that uh, the, the sales process is driven by the seller in Palm Beach County. However, the buyers um, do have the option of uh, choosing title and paying for some of the um, other options as long as the seller agrees um, and in some cases that can be beneficial too, to mainly with investors and things like that. But I mean, sure. yeah, there, there are some other uh, options available out there for you, but the most important thing, uh, to me as a realtor, uh, for the title process is that, um, a, when I pick up the phone and I say, Hey, my customer has a question about this, or my customer picks up the phone and, uh, you know, Hey, I have a question about this, that somebody answers the phone, um, Troy's great at that. Um, there are people that are not, um, much like any other business. Um, typically, title performs a very back of the house, not noticed function until you know, the day of closing. And then it's <clears throat> boom. Well, I wouldn't say until the day of closing. I'm saying but, un- unnoticed, yeah. unnoticed by most people. You guys have a lot of stuff that you're doing, but I'm just saying that in general terms, it's kind of. You're doing your lien searches, you're, you're issuing title insurance, you know, those sort of things that, that are very functional. But from a uh, end user's point of view, meaning a buyer or a seller, 
Sure. It's normally you're know, getting updates. Yeah, and then and then all of a sudden, closing day is, is you know most things goes pretty uh, most most things go pretty smooth. But, yeah, you know if you have defects on title, then those are the things that you have to dive into and you have to get appropriated and fixed and remedied prior to closing. Yes, but 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 for the most part, the, sure. the most interaction that, that they're going to have is going to be on closing day with you guys, and Correct. that's the other part of uh, the business that to me as a, as a realtor is very important because I. I don't want to have to answer a lot of questions when I'm in a closing. I don't want to have to be super involved. And I, you know, for me, that's not my job, quite frankly. Sure. Once we sit down at the closing table, my job's pretty much effectively over. Like I, I can't even really do anything. So I've been in situations, um, not with Sunbelt, but with other title companies. And the, and the worst thing in the world, as, from my perspective, is I'm sitting with a title company. I'm with my customer, my buyer. We're going to buy a house. Things are going on. Da, da, da. A question comes up. And I look at the title professional, purported or not, and say, okay, so what is the answer to that question? And they go, I, I don't know. I've had this happen. And, and then I'm like, okay, because I don't know, because I'm not a title person. Um, so using somebody that's reputable, somebody that's been around a long time, a very large company um, that is full of professional title people is very, very important. Um, on the flip side of that coin, what do you, what, I would say, what do you wish? What do you hope for in your relationship with not only a, a home buyer or a home seller, but particularly a realtor as far as what is what is the one thing that you feel like you really would like to get that you don't typically get from your partners in the deal? Well, one thing I always try to precedent with especially any agent or with anybody, your job as a real estate agent is to sell property. You don't explain title. You don't explain mortgage. You don't explain any other facet of your profession that you're not supposed to. That is when you say, hey, call Troy. He will answer all your questions. You have me on speed dial 24-7. Occasionally, I will sleep here and there. But for the most part, that's my job to sell, explain, and provide title to the person. Because let's face it, people that don't aren't in our industry don't really know title. They don't really know. Well, they probably bought in a house here or two. But mm -hmm. for the most part, they don't know title. They don't know mortgage. They don't know other other no don't know other facets of the industry because they're not used to it. Right. So that's where I guide them and my clients to say, hey, call me mm -hmm. so I can explain that to them. So it's very clear cut and dry. That's my profession. I wouldn't ask you to do mine so, and you wouldn't ask me to do yours. So basically you're, you're, you'd say you'd rather not have realtors try to tell customers what title is all about, especially because most of them don't get it right anyways. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's welcome to my world. Um, but the same thing with, look, and I tell people like with a mortgage, like I know enough to make me dangerous, but here, let me tell you, this is the mortgage person that I prefer for this type of loan. And this is why, and here's a couple others, you know, you should chop it, go to your, also look, I, I tell you right now, anytime that you're looking to do, uh, and this has nothing to do with title, sorry, you can sit sure. down and relax for a second, but with a mortgage, um, you know, anytime that you're going to make a financial decision like that, Go to the people that you trust with your finances first. Go to your local bank, credit union. Talk to them. Ask them questions. They all have mortgage advisors. Uh, I'm not going to say that they are always the best choice or always the best case scenario. Uh, I, matter of fact, I'm going to say that sometimes they definitely aren't. But, the, you know, you should ask uh, because that that's the first shopping, right? Uh, much like a realtor or title. Well, actually, title... Here's what I say on title. Title, I prefer you to use who I want you to use because the reason I want you to use is because I've dealt with whoever it is for, for years and I know that they're going to do a great job. And uh, Sunbelt's not the only title company that I 
use, but it you know depends on the situation. Um, and I know generally after you know a decade and a half of you know doing this, who's going to handle it better. But that being said, remember these are all services that you can shop for. Um, just because I'm your realtor doesn't mean you have to use my preferred title or my preferred lender. I would say I prefer that to happen because the reason I'm advising you that is from past experience. But hey, you never know. Um, anyways, so on, uh, on that note, um, let's get back into why South Florida doesn't suck. Why, why living here doesn't suck. Um, when we're here in Palm Beach County, we are about, I say three hours from everything in South Florida that anybody would want to get to. Pretty much. That's good. I would say that's a fair I mean, judgment. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to, if you want to hit the, the West coast, not California, but the West coast of Florida, um, you know, Naples, uh, you Venice know, beach, coral. Yeah. Grove. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's two Marco and a half. Island, to, yeah. And Marco Island, Marco Island's gorgeous. Honestly. Yeah. There's a bunch of Marco. places over there. Fishing's pretty good over there in West coast. Sure. Especially for, uh, snooks like you like, and you do tarp, you fish yeah. for tarpon too or no? Yeah. So some of the best tarpon fish tarpon, I've ever found is Boca Chica, trout. man. Yeah. Boca really Chica. Good. And they just run through You're in the little, little cuts there and stuff. And, and you can almost walk across them they're so thick sometimes. We get them down to Keys, too, but in the Keys, they don't tend to be quite as big uh, inshore. Well, as you go, Honda, yeah, you got to get, get, get south. So get I should, big ones. I'm sorry, I should clarify and say Key Largo, <laughs> Almorada. Uh, yeah, you go a little further south because they're usually heading in and out through the through the back bays. Like, you know, I live on the bay, mm-hmm. bay side. I don't live on the ocean side. And the snook just kind of cruise through a lot because they're headed from one place to another when they're sure. there. But they do come in a little bit, but... Uh, for any of those that care about snook fishing um, or uh, you know, any other kind of fishing, uh, it's another reason it doesn't suck to live in South Florida because you can catch sure. it. Like I, right here, we go offshore here. I mean, the sky's the limit as to what you can catch. I mean, we're not catching cod, you know, mm-hmm. but, but there's you know 20, Lahi, 20, 20, Lahi, or, 20 or so varieties fish. of fish that we can sure. catch here, and they're pretty darn tasty. Sure. Um, I actually have a lot of good inshore fisheries, too, if you like the bass fish. Um, you know, trout, we, not so much. Like, we don't have a lot of running streams for trout. Uh, yeah. we got a lot of well, bass. Well, sea trout. Uh, uh, well, sea yeah. trout, but those are you know, not inshore. Um, crappie or crappy, depending mm-hmm. on where you're from. Huge, crazy. You got the Lake Okeechobee, man. Those guys got there, and they just fill stringers up with them. But yeah. uh, well, what's taken over right here is all the invasive species because we got peacock bass, yeah, peacock we got bass. snakeheads, Although, we got clown knife fish, we got all kinds of pakus that are coming into town. Uh, yeah, pakus are man. So, pakus are going to be a lot menace. of good freshwater pakus fish. Are, it's actually getting really uh, getting decim- decimated by some of these things. Yes, uh, snakeheads are ridiculous. I don't. I, it's totally apropos of nothing whatsoever. Um, I lived in uh, Maryland years ago. I want to say twenty plus years ago, and there was a lady uh, in Silver Spring, I think, or something. And she was, you know, she had the snakehead because she was. Uh, I, I don't remember the culture that eats the snakeheads all the time, but anyway, she was like had them in like a pool with a bubbling thing out back of her house. And then when she moved, she just dumped them all in this one pond. And they that's what happened down here. <laughs> Well, it was crazy how quick they expanded from that one pond to all over the place. And they actually had a little map, and it was like, and within three months, they were in, like, you know, every pond in 15 square miles. So uh, another thing that you probably didn't care about, but now you know a little bit about the propagation of snakeheads. Mm, Perfect. (laughs) All right. Well, you know, (laughs) I told you my mind wanders a little bit, and this was going to be one of those sort of free-flowing things because sometimes I just uh, don't know what I'm going to talk about. But I do know uh, the last really – business question 
um, that I have for you is you kind of hit on this a little bit earlier. Um, so as far as if you're buying a property in, say, Palm Beach County and you're buying it in Boca Raton, it's nice to have a place to close in Boca Raton and not have to come to Wellington or go to Palm Beach Gardens to do it. Correct. Now, the, the, the rule or the law, it's a law, right, that it has to be in the county. The county that the, the property county. is located in. Right. Um, so for, for, for our audience out there that may not know Palm Beach County, how big is Palm Beach County, Troy? Well, Palm Beach County stretches from south Boca Raton all the way up to Jupiter. So, and I believe even part of Tequesta might even be located to, in part, Palm yep, Beach County. Yep, but, part yeah, part of Tequesta and, and, and all the way out to the lake. So what he meant to say is it's big, man. So it's the biggest county east of uh, the Mississippi by a big stretch. And I believe it's four Palm Beach counties make a Rhode Island, uh, which Rhode Island's a small right. state. But still. Palm Beach County is a huge county. To drive from East Boca to Palm Beach Gardens, Depending on traffic, you could be you know, 45 minutes to an hour, an hour to an hour and a half. You're pre-COVID, maybe. You don't go that way a lot, do you? Well, I'm not pre-COVID, maybe. right now, let me tell you something. It, it takes me from here. I went to, I have a commercial listing that I just sold uh, uh, 600 yards uh, south of Glades Road on Federal Highway. That's as east as you can get in pretty much Central Boca. For me to get from the Wellington office, to that property took me an hour and 10 minutes, just from Wellington, an hour and 10 minutes the other day. So it's a really big county. The The segue that I was trying to segue into Sunbelt is that how many offices do you have in Palm Beach County? I have five offices located in Palm Beach County, spread out one in Boca, Delray, Boynton, Wellington, Palm Beach, and Palm Beach Gardens. So. You know, you the good thing about this is one first and foremost is you can close in any office. Right. You can process it out of any office as well and mm-hmm. do a courtesy closing in whatever office is closest to the property. Now, what's going on with technology nowadays is that a lot of people aren't even coming into closings. You know, if the Very seller true. is a little bit tech savvy, you know, everybody knows how to get on a Zoom or a Teams meeting they can log into our system at no extra charge we don't charge for remote online notarizations which are now called bronze yeah which that's a brand new thing people you gotta love that those of you that weren't those of you that couldn't do that and can do that now you don't have any idea how much you love that but yeah Uh, i mean that's one one thing that we offer about 70 percent of our escrow officers are all licensed grand closers that can close you right via virtually right on your computer you don't have to leave the comfort of your home it's huge to close on your house. Yeah, and 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 quite frankly, these days, and you know, in 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 certain markets, particularly like the Wellington market, even 10, 15 years ago, we did a certain amount of virtual sales, meaning that we sold property to people that weren't actually here when they bought it because they came in for equestrian season or you know whatever. Sight unseen. Uh, sight. Well, it wasn't sight unseen. We still well, we still did well. The antiquated way to do that. We, you know, <laughs> now you can just hop on you know the FaceTime or Zoom or whatever on the on the phone. But there were antiquated ways to do it. Um, and we would actually even do recordings, and then we would send the recordings to them. It was a mess, but uh, but quite frankly, they just weren't able to get here until season because they're you know the the, the horse the, the horsemen are literally so busy doing horse stuff, jumping and whatever that they don't really have time to do it. Their managers will get in there you know, a day or two before and they start opening stuff up. But the long story short is that during COVID, all of a sudden we started doing a ton of these, um, you know, Zoom or everything you know, was virtual. Everything was virtual, and then finally. Uh, the lenders caught up. They were the last people, by the way, the lenders to catch up. But uh, glad they did. Were you getting so, ready to do five minutes? 
We got five minutes left. <laughs> oh, better pack some good content in the last five minutes here, Troy. You got you got anything? You got anything you know special to add here? You know, one thing that uh, you know, going back to the you know, South Florida doesn't suck. Is I mean, we have some of the probably world class dining to go around. Whether it's Boca, whether it's downtown Del Rey, Point Beach, West Palm Beach, Palm agree, Beach man. Gardens. That's I mean, good there's five, four to five star dining everywhere. And I mean, it's pick your poison. Whether you like any style of food that you can go and you can go and sit down and probably have one of the top five best meals of your life somewhere right. down here. And that's something that as a foodie, I like to cook, but you know what? I can appreciate going out to a really nice <laughs> I like to eat. dinner as well. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, presentation yeah. and atmosphere and half the time you can be sitting on the water and enjoying a cocktail or Absolutely. taking your boat yeah. to even go have a cocktail yeah. and a great meal on the water. So that's something that really speaks volume in South Florida that we, you know, we're surrounded by water. We're surrounded by good food. We're surrounded by any activity and every activity that you want to do from sports, equestrian, golf, to yeah. fishing, oh, yeah. surfing. Oh, I got to forget about golf. I totally forgot yeah, about Yeah, we got some of the best golf in South Florida as well. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Some of our public courses, you know, people come down here that blows their mind because some of our public courses make their country club course up north look like a you know dog track. Quite frankly, I'm not mm -hmm. you know not belittling your country club, but you got here. We got one of the. I take people to the uh, to the dump, the Parkland, the, the Park Ridge, uh, the dump on Boynton and uh, 441. It's built literally built on an old you know trash dump, uh, and now it's an Audubon nationally recognized location. It's a gorgeous course, one of the few courses in South Florida that has a lot of elevation. Uh, and then people are blown away, and they're like, "Oh my God, this is way better!" And I'm like, "Yeah, and it's built on a dump. Go figure." Uh, but but also, there's some some I forgot when I was talking about location. We got you know off on snook fishing or whatever. Uh, sure. One of the other things that's you know basically about three hours away is Orlando. So if, you know if you got kids, yeah, you want to go up parks. to the parks, man, it's great. And listen, we get discounts for everything. Florida yeah. residents, let me tell you something. I don't care if you're going on a cruise, you're going to Disney, you're going to stay at some hotel in the Key. There's booked one for my mom for her birthday. The Florida resident rate, and they used to have Duval County residents rates, but they got rid of those during COVID bastards. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Florida, the Florida uh, at the Opal in Key West, the Florida resident rate is like forty dollars a day cheaper. Plus, you get uh, credit at the resort. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And that's just for living here. Just sure. for we didn't even do nothing. Get on a cruise ship. Let me tell you something. Way cheaper if you're a Florida resident. So, anyways, so that's mainly for you guys that don't already live here in South Florida. But the last point I'm going to make about uh, living in South Florida and suck is what he talked about all the fine dining and all that sort of stuff. Look, there's a reason that Yarmir Yager came down here to play hockey because he was retired in place. Because everybody mm -hmm. wants to make it to South Florida eventually. Or not everybody, but you know, a lot of people, and assumably the people watching this, because other than that, why would you watch something called Living in South Florida it Doesn't Suck? But uh, you get all the chefs from sure. from all the major cities, New York, Boston, and they all go, you know what, we need to open a place down there because then we can go live down there. We can go find, you know what I mean? Guy Fietti's down here, Christ, every, you know, if he's not in California, he's, he's here. Like yeah. He's down there all the time. Uh, there's a reason for it because we live in paradise. Doesn't suck. Um, anyway, so... All right, well, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know you got uh, a busy day today ahead. Um, I do want to thank you for coming on our little podcast here. Yeah, uh, hopefully we'll it. see you again. Um, you're going to have to go out and you know catch some fish and have some better stories if you're going to come back on. But, hey, it's all good. So, okay. All right, guys, thank you so much. Uh, glad you. you tuned in.
And in just a minute, you'll be able to sell all the blurbs and all that good stuff as to where you can find me, where you can get in touch with Troy, where you can do all the things you got to do, like, click, blah, 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 blah. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Living in South Florida Does Not Suck. Please remember to subscribe, hit the bell. I'm not sure where the things are going to be, but, you know, like it on Facebook, share it with your friends spread it amongst the world. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you here again for the next one.